Rutherford Issues with Brian Barrett on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. On today's show, we are going to be talking with our friends from Rutherford County Paws. Gracie Martin is here, Maddie Bendura is here, and we have got a lot to talk about Good morning, ladies. Good morning. It's good so good morning. to be back. Good to have you. Uh, Rutherford County Paws. Gracie, I know that you've probably introduced yourself and uh, have this little stump speech put together about what it is and what you do and what Paws is. And um, I always like to start out telling our listening audience because we have so many new people around that may not know what Paws is. So uh, kind of tell us. Yeah. So Rutherford County Paws is Rutherford County's pet adoption and welfare services. So we are a working partnership with the community. Um, our main goal is to create a safe, healthy and caring environment for our citizens and our animals. Okay. And um, <clears throat> Maddie, what is it that you focus on at PAWS? So at PAWS, I am the volunteer and foster coordinator. So I surround our foster and volunteer program. Okay, Mm -hmm. very good. Pull that mic a little bit closer to you there so we can make sure that we hear you very well. So um, that's kind of what we're going to talk about today. uh, Mostly, isn't that Gracie? We're going to talk about fostering and volunteer and and questions. So let me just, Maddie, ask you this. Uh, when when you talk about volunteering, what type of volunteer opportunities do you have? So it's a great thing. We have many volunteer opportunities to offer into our shelter because they help us in so many ways. Um, they really, truly are like one of us. So they do become a huge part of the shelter. So we do many. We do dog walking, um, dog enrichment and cat enrichment where people get to come in and make treats. Um, We also do shelter care, so they do help us sometimes clean the shelter, keep the facility looking good for the public, (laughs) Um, and tons of cat care, too. So giving our cats also tons of attention, um, catnip, cat treats, and everything like that. Mm -hmm. You're you're a volunteer spoiler, I guess. uh, Exactly. (laughs) Their job is to spoil them. (laughs) So, uh, and, and... Gracie, did you want to interject something there? I was just going to say that, yes, like she was saying, um, me and Maddie kind of work hand in hand. So she helps me out with events, and then I try to help her in every way possible with the volunteers as well. Um, We do short-term volunteering, and we also do long-term volunteering. So right now we're really in need as a shelter for long-term volunteers. Um, So we do help the high school um, students do, you know, Tennessee Promise and things like that um, as as far as that goes right now we're mainly looking for long-term volunteers that you know can stay and grow into being dog walkers and things like that they do play a vital role okay so um maddie give us an idea of a long-term volunteer would they be doing many of these same things but just on a more regular basis so kind of going into long-term and short-term again i will say the training can go into great detail again this is a shelter so we have to make sure the public who are coming into volunteer are going to be safe, but also that our shelter animals are having the sh- safest volunteers to work around them. So long tour, long term is looking more into someone who's willing to be with us for years on, just kind of getting a part of the team, knowing everything the shelter has to provide, 
um, how to handle all the animals. The short term is going into more people who are needing community service hours, mm -hmm. Tennessee promise hours. Again, unfortunately, we do get a lot of those, so they do cram because we only have certain slot times where we can fill everyone in. Mm -hmm. So working long term and short term, the slots get really filled. So again, Tennessee promises kind of get we can only get so many in at a time because again you're mm -hmm. at a due point and unfortunately we can't always meet that due point yeah and then that due date after the due date uh, and and everybody's gotten all theirs in and the mm -hmm. the time has passed then you don't have a lot, uh, as many volunteers obviously unfortunately yes and yeah. so that's where those long-term come in and do get first assistance first because mm -hmm. again in our shelter our animals come first so the volunteers are going to be here mm -hmm. years helping our animals we're going to have constant animals in the shelter so they need constant attention sure absolutely so um for someone give us an example uh, of a long-term volunteer and and what they have done and and maybe talk about someone who has has done that and and uh, you know the things that they've been rewarded with uh, the opportunity to do there at PAWS. So we actually hold someone close dear to our near heart. So dear. we had her already on our mind when you asked that mm -hmm. question. Her name is Sandy. So she's been there seven years. So mm -hmm. she's even been here before either of us yes. existed into the shelter. Mm -hmm. She has donated. Um, her family built two of our play yards. Mm -hmm. So without her, some of our dogs wouldn't have areas to play. Um, she's one of our best dog workers. So she's also, while I've only been here a while, teaching me easier ways to help them mm -hmm. into understanding the extincts into dog walking. Um, so she's a she holds a great place to our heart. Yeah, yeah. Now, when you say dog walking, I have in, in my mind, you know, taking uh, – my little pooch out and walking around and that kind of thing but you're 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 giving the animals their daily exercise so i mean it's dog walking is pretty important isn't it dog walking is very important again it's not just dog walking we have to remember a lot of these dogs come in astray so we are also hoping our volunteers will teach them social behaviors we want them to learn tricks um we have courses in our yard so we want them to learn to you know jump over this or roll under this so agility yeah so tons of activeness because again we don't want them in the cages all day we mm -hmm. want them to be able to be the dog have their dog instincts mm -hmm. loosen up so this is where all the volunteers come in hand tricks are the best aren't they they really are <laughs> and some of them are so intelligent so you get you just get so proud to see them doing these things going yeah. going off of that we actually have our pet of the month this month his name is baron he is a two-year-old labrador retriever mix and he is actually one of the pets in the shelter that is has become overlooked but when you get him out of his kennel he knows sit lay down shake he can somewhat roll over um he's learning that he's really well behaved he just has a lot of energy um so it, it is an important part of the volunteer when they do come in they give them that time to go outside and to really stretch their legs and yeah. have that time where they're not in their kennel as much rollover is one of those that either a dog <laughs> loves it or hates it and exactly. <laughs> there's there's really no in between yeah uh i've got one that will just look at me like you you want me to do what no thanks <laughs> but then we'll go on our own and do the you know just exactly roll all around yeah. so uh, that's why animals are fun and each each one is very individual and and all those personalities and and, and i'm sure in a shelter situation you know they've 
they're away from what their normal was and so mm -hmm. you're also trying to uh, show them that people are friendly yeah. and, and uh, you know socialization is huge mm -hmm. exactly and this is again where volunteers play in such a big part mm -hmm. because thankfully they're here so the animals are not only seeing us because again they'll just get used to who we are mm -hmm. we have over 35 volunteers right now so they're seeing a new face constantly so again teaching them social trust learning to gain trust with different people and different varieties of people is is that one of the challenges especially with with dogs but i guess cats too maybe to a certain extent even though they're totally different in terms of their social nature anyway but um socialization is that the one of the biggest challenges with a shelter animal it is some of the biggest challenges again they're coming in unfortunately sometimes astray so we don't know their backstories and you know as we say, just like people, gain, trust has to be gained. It's mm -hmm. the same with a dog. They're not just going to walk in and be like, this person I've never known is just looking at me, trying to pet me. Who are you? So mm -hmm. the trust has to be built. Yeah. We're talking about Rutherford County Paws today, pet adoption and welfare services here in Rutherford County. Gracie Martin and Maddie Bendura are joining us. Uh, we've talked quite a bit about volunteering. Um also wanted to touch on fostering and what that means because maybe someone who doesn't necessarily have the time to give at the shelter could be a foster what do you call them foster parent or what? yes foster parent is perfect <laughs> okay so tell us about those opportunities um so i will say this is uh, actually one of our opportunities that is really needed for our shelter right now this is a growing program um, I am rebuilding it right now, so the help is very needed right there. Um, so fosters work with our neonate animals, this being kittens and puppies, starting from zero weeks to about eight weeks of growing. Mm. You get to stay with them until they're about ready for their spay and neuter surgeries. Um, so they provide us a lot of care, care, unfortunately, again, these kittens and puppies sometimes don't arrive with the mothers. So they're not receiving mother nutrients. And unfortunately, we're a growing shelter or shelter is every hour we're there, we're doing something. So again, we can't provide them the nutri nutritional needs all day. So mm -hmm. this is where fosters come in great hand. They can sit at home, bottle feeding them, teaching them social behaviors at home, making them more adaptable, but also giving them that nutritional help and helping them grow for when they come back to the shelter. They are just ready for surgery and then get fully adopted. And again, getting them out of the shelter. They're having a little fun being able to already be in a home, learn the home behavior. So once they come back, they already kind of know those instincts. Yeah, uh, and you brought up something that I, it was just not on top of my mind because, you know, when you think of um, an animal shelter, you're thinking of, you know, two, three, four, five-year-old dogs and cats, but uh, puppies and kittens are something that you have quite a few of, apparently, mm -hmm. huh? We, this yeah. season, have had about three to four mother kit like mothers and her kittens basically being born before or there come in so it is in season right now cat mm -hmm. season is very going yeah, yeah it usually is with cats yeah <laughs> the good thing about our foster program sorry to interrupt but i just wanted yeah. to say this is maddie is there communicating with you if you are listening to this and you're thinking oh i'd like to get involved but i'm not really sure how or you know i don't know if that's for me i've never done that before 
before. Maddie is in constant communication with you. Pause gives you all the tools and resources that you will need to foster. Um, and they're with you every step of the way, helping you um, if you are wanting to do something like that. Well, I mean, I, I think you probably tugged at a lot of heartstrings when you said, you know, you have puppies there that maybe the, the mom is not around mm-hmm. and um, obviously need care and so yeah. uh what's the, what's the best way for someone that may be listening to to get involved in terms of maybe they can volunteer they want to find out more about fostering what's the best thing they can do so they can go to our website it's paws.rutherfordcountytn.gov um, and then if you're interested in the volunteering or fostering you can go over to the left hand side and click the volunteer tab that will take you to the application and you can um, fill that out or if you want to get in direct contact with Maddie about fostering, um, Maddie's email is... My email is mbender, which is B-E-N-D-U-R-E, at RutherfordCountyTN.gov. Mm-hmm. Or you can always call the shelter as well and um, inquire about more information. And if you just do a, a Google search for Rutherford County Pause, you show right up in the, in the search. And we'll, of course, put a, a link in the podcast uh, info as well when we podcast this on our website. So you can go back and, uh, and take a look. So uh, is, is there a process? Is there uh, for um, uh, volunteering or fostering? I'm sure that there's some education that goes on with that, too. Yes. Um, I did want to go ahead and let known, um, unfortunately, if it is court-ordered side, unfortunately, we have canceled for the moment our court-ordered side community services. So, unfortunately, we cannot tend to that community. Um, However, the process is pretty small. Um, They are all, the applications are sent to me. I do do a small background check on every person, just making sure everything is cleared. And then of order of who has signed up first, I will start getting in contact, setting up meet and greets, and then we'll work along a schedule. Another wonderful thing is you get to self-assign. So your schedule is your doing. There is no force coming in forced time slots on you it is all at your pace again we just look for once you're getting more involved that the pace does quicken because again all these animals do need constant attention absolutely absolutely and uh gracie if anyone's interested in coming by the shelter and finding their next uh forever fur baby i guess you all are are tell us the hours and all that good thing yeah so if you're looking to adopt or come in um I think we touched a little bit last time on our free vaccine program. If you're interested in the free vaccines, we do them um, we do them Monday through Thursday from 12 to 1.30. And then we too, um, do staff lunching and pet rest from 1.30 to 2. And then we come back from 2 to 4 for the vaccines. If you're looking to adopt, that is from 12 to 1.30 and then 2 to 6. Okay. Um, adoptions stop at 5.30 every day. So. Very good. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you want to find out more, again, just search for Rutherford County Pause, and uh, information is all right there. And hopefully uh, we can get some volunteers and, and, and foster parents out there. That would be nice. Would that it? would be great. That would be great. Well, I appreciate you both coming in today. It's fun, and uh, we'll see you in a month. All right. See you then. All right. Thank you. Gracie Martin joining us and Maddie Bendura joining us as well, talking about Rutherford County Pause. And, again, just search for Rutherford County Pause on your uh, search engine and you'll be able to find out all the information you need to know. And uh, you've got the chance to volunteer or foster. Let's get out and help Rutherford County pause with that. All right, that's going to do it for our show today. We'll see you back here next time. 